Hi again, everybody. Welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Job Search Guide, where we give you tips and strategies that will help you land that next great position in your career. Screening interviews are a vital component to ultimately landing that job, but many do struggle with this step. However, a little preparation and expert insight does always help. Melissa Larina is a career coach and president of Career Outcomes Matter, and she's joining the show to give us some detailed tips on what it takes to ace these interviews. Melissa, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well also. I appreciate you coming on and giving our job seekers some advice here. I want to start off by asking you to give our listeners a definition, at least your definition, of what a screening interview is exactly and what the employer is really trying to determine at that point. Sure, Tim. So basically, a screening interview is that initial contact with a prospective new hire. And usually it's a recruiter within the organization who's reached out and wants to get to know you a little bit better prior to presenting you to a hiring manager. The screening interviews are about 30 minutes, and they're really looking to see if you have the right experiences, skill sets, if your personality and the company's culture make sense and fit and also to get a handle on your salary expectations. So it's just an initial glance at your candidacy overall. Okay, great. Well, we don't have, of course, all day to talk about this, so I want to make sure we get all of the insight that you have for our listeners. So if we jump right into it, I feel like the question we get talked about a lot is the idea of tell me about yourself. And that's when people really dread and, and they really don't either know how to answer, they don't want to answer. How can a candidate really get to an effective answer when they are asked this by the interviewer? Sure. So what I would say is when someone asks you, tell me about yourself, really think about it from their perspective. So what do you think they would be excited to hear about as it relates to your experiences? Okay. And what I've identified as something very vital is essentially figuring out what might be on that hiring manager's agenda. What goals do they have to strive for? And think about your experiences and how you can help them accomplish those goals based on what you've done in the past. Now, is that where this idea of SWOT, S-W-O-T, comes into play? Is this something that you could maybe describe a little bit for our listeners? It actually exactly comes to play in this perspective. So the way that you have a sense of what that hiring manager needs to accomplish during any given year is by doing an analysis on the company. And so SWOT, for anyone who had not heard of it yet, it basically stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And what you're doing is applying this framework, again, to the company that you're applying for. So strengths, what are the company's internal strengths? Are they known for certain things? Weaknesses, what sort of weaknesses might they have? In terms of opportunities, what sort of opportunities beyond the company exist that the company can take advantage of? And threats, what sort of threats might there be, again, beyond the company that the company can take advantage of? So having a sense of the SWOT analysis or the SWOT result, results for a company will help you pick out the experiences and skills that you want to showcase when you're asked that big question, tell me about yourself. I really love that perspective because, uh, you know, as you mentioned there, really in the interview, they want to know, the employer wants to know that you are going to obviously bring value to them. I did want to ask briefly about the idea of threats. Could you give us maybe an example of, of what that is or how you might think in those terms if you are trying to figure out, okay, where can I fit in with this organization? So the idea of threats, you really have to look 
beyond the company itself and perhaps at the industry perspective. So let's imagine that a company works in the mobile space. So cell phones, they sell cell phones. So let's think about you know, a cell phone provider. So a threat might be a brand new cell phone provider from a very inexpensive perspective in another country that's coming into their market Mm. and looking to grab some of their market share. So that would be a threat to the company that you're hiring. So let's imagine that you used to work for a company that created devices that were very inexpensive Perhaps that's how you can help benefit your prospective employer. And that might be an experience that you talk about within your resume when they ask you, tell me about yourself. I think it's a great example. And and again, just giving the listeners an idea of how that might fit in. And of course, being able to relate that to whatever organization you're applying to. And as you said, maybe the industry and outside the industry as well. Still within the means of this question or this really statement to tell me about yourself, as I mentioned, a lot of people might, they feel uncomfortable talking about themselves in, in some way. They even feel conceited often if they're talking too highly about themselves. What would you say to them if, if they came to you with those feelings and those thoughts? I would say use that discomfort, use the nervous energy to your advantage. And here's what I mean. So rather than go on and on about your accomplishments, think about all the experiences that you've had and tie every single story you share or example that you give to how you can ultimately benefit your employer. So rather than thinking that you're being boastful in terms of really outlining everything that you bring to the table, just imagine you are letting the prospective employer have a good sense of all the tools that you are bringing to the table that you can use to help them solve a problem. So this interviewer just wants to know, do you have the right tool set? Mm-hmm. So it's in essence taking it off of yourself and this I, 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 and more so, like you said, how you're helping them. So you're, you're putting the, the value into their court, so to speak. Exactly. And that's exactly what the hiring manager or even someone in a screening interview would want to hear. They want to get a sense of how you can connect the dots from your prior experiences to what you would ultimately be tasked to do within the new organization. So if you've had some experience before that makes sense, given a prospective company, you need to express it and showcase it. And again, tie it back to how it's going to be of service to your prospective employer. So you wouldn't sound conceited at all. Instead, you would be thinking of how you can provide that value to someone else. Another question that does instill some anxiety is just the question of you know why you left or why you are leaving this current employer. What would you offer up as just some basic tips for listeners that would come across well in this portion of the interview? The biggest advice that I would give to someone with regards to this question and just, you know, why did you leave your current or why do you want to leave your current position is whatever the response might be, at minimum, write it out. So Mm. this question and any other sticky question, write out your initial draft of a response. At that point, share your written response with the most candid person in your network, (laughs) someone who does not mince words, and then tweak it. So that's that's basically the biggest point of advice. Any question that you think is going to make you nervous or anything that you're hesitant to kind of respond to, write it out, share it with someone who is very candid and then tweak it. And just to kind of answer head on that one question, some things that you might want to talk about really include about what you want in the future. So as opposed to saying that your current position does not 
you know, have the opportunity to either lead a large team or doesn't give you the opportunity to work in a global network. Think about it from the perspective of what is it that you're going for, not what are you running from? Hmm. And Melissa, for the record, you seem like you would be one of those candid individuals to bounce that off of. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I totally am. <laughs> Me, and I've, I've also found, just as a shorthand, that a lot of sales professionals, okay. very successful sales professionals, tend to also bring a lot of candor to, you know, to the plate. So I would say that, you know, if you don't have a friend that's very candid, just look to see if you know someone that sells a product because they too have thick skin. So they might, you know, assume that you do too. Nice little inside dish there as well. I think the, the most, most often when people do have anxiety of this though, is when they were fired, terminated for work performance purposes. Is there a proper or effective way to make sure you're not acknowledging that or bring that up in any way? Is it still the same advice you just gave us? Definitely always, you know, write out a response to any sort of question you think is going to be a little difficult. But what I would say with regards to this instance, so if you were fired due to performance, although many companies will not say why you were fired, instead, they'll just say the start date and your end date. What I would ask you to do is call the company and find out what exactly they would say. Hmm. So for example, if you're working for, if you worked for a smaller organization, they might not have that policy in place and they might express why you were fired. So you want to know what they're going to say. You also want to know what references are going to say so that when you're in an interview room, there's no contradictions and all the stories fit. So that's really important. The other piece of it would be don't lie. Because, again, a company can say exactly why you were fired. Instead, really focus on how that situation is never going to happen again. <laughs> Not by you just saying that, but right. maybe by some active steps that you took to ensure that it will never happen again. So a fictitious example would be maybe you had to deal with anger management, just kind of making this up. So if that was the issue, then you need to explain how you went to seek help for anger management. You've come up with new strategies and you've already put them in place and you've realized that this is something that you have to continue to just be mindful of. All right. Very well put. And uh, I think hopefully that'll help the listeners when they do get into that situation, if that is what they're dealing with as far as their scenario. Now, for each employer, of course, the position itself and the details of the company are going to be major considerations on both ends of the table. What types of things would you as the candidate need to mention in regards to wanting that specific position and maybe also what you would know about that company? Just those details that are necessary for these individuals to know about. So in terms of the specific position, definitely talk to the skills, the experiences that you bring, even some of the relationships that you would be bringing to the table that would help you be a more powerful player in that specific position. At the same time, definitely have a good example that expresses how potentially what you've done in the past is relevant to what you would be asked to do in the future. So I think those things really matter. But at the same time, just be mindful that let's imagine that this specific position doesn't work out. You want to stay open to other opportunities that might open within the same organization. Sure. So the goal is to be extremely enthusiastic about the company as a whole and just be very cognizant of the specific role, but know a lot about the company overall. How about if they ask you something that you're not really sure about? Maybe it has to do with the organization's goals or something that's a little more in-depth that you weren't able to find and you just didn't discover what the answer would be to that. How do you handle that question? 
So I would say ask for clarification if you're stumped. Perhaps if they reword the question, it'll give you a little bit of time to think through possible responses. Mm -hmm. The other idea would be to provide a possible solution or a framework for how you think through the answer. So let's say they ask you something in terms of the company strategy. If you don't know the answer flat out, instead, perhaps say to yourself, well, you know, I would consider looking at your annual report or I would consider talking to the person in charge of the budgets at the end of the year. So kind of walk them through how you would go about finding that information if you don't know the information. And then what I would say is at the very end, if you really don't know the answer and you've already expressed how you would secure the answer, you could definitely say, you know, as simple as, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer. However, what you need to do is provide the answer in a thank you note to that person. And Mm. you should even mention that in the interview. While I don't know the answer, you really sparked intrigue and I want to find the answer for you and I'll deliver it to you in the thank you note after this meeting. Nice. Uh, Definitely another nice tip there. I didn't get too much into asking about the company itself. So are there certain things you really should focus on when you're trying to study up on the organization so that you have a good understanding of what they bring to the table? I would say in terms of when you're doing the analysis of the SWOT, so the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, you're going to uncover a lot of information there. So if you start there, you're in a good place. The other part that you need to know is the executive team. So name the name of the CEO. Do you know who the CEO is? It's extremely important. At the same time, if there's a functional lead, so a marketing lead, and you're going for a marketing job, know their name. Have a sense of the competition. Again, when you're doing the SWAT, that might come up. So you might find out that, you know, Apple goes against Microsoft, which is obvious, but just one data point. (laughs) The other thing that's important is, you know, know the products and services. And then the last piece, which I think a lot of people don't remember, is have a sense of the company mission and the core values. That is where you're going to have a sense of whether or not the company is a cultural fit for you. So it's important for you to know the mission and the core values because you might even be able to use them in terms of your interview strategy and the examples that you share with the interviewer. Of course, at the end, there should also be time for the candidate to ask some questions as well. Before we maybe get into some details there, why would you say this is so important and how does this play a role in advancing throughout this process? It's extremely critical for you to use every single moment of an interview to continue to sell yourself. Definitely answering the questions, but sell yourself. So at the very end, you should have some very thoughtful questions. If you've done so much research, the SWOT and et cetera, then you should have some really thoughtful things you can ask someone. And essentially during those last minutes of an interview, you could even start to behave as if you have already been hired by bringing up business relevant discussions Hmm. in that Q&A period. It's also the opportunity for you to close the sale. This is the last impression that they're going to have of you. So make it strong. So then specifically, are there any areas that you think candidates should focus upon? Obviously, it might depend on the conversations you've been having during that interview, but any sort of general idea that people could have? So I would say towards the end, definitely talk about the competition. So it's really important for that to come through because in essence, no company operates in a vacuum and you yourself shouldn't operate in a vacuum. So you should have a good sense of what the competition is doing and perhaps ask for their perspective on, you know, how the company that you're being interviewed for is planning on tackling that, that concern. Also, what you might do in terms of that concern. Again, this sounds a lot like a business conversation as opposed to the traditional Q&A, but that's the whole point. And that's got to be what makes you stand out. The other thing that is important is just in terms of 
some of the skills that, you know, perhaps you didn't get a chance to mention. So maybe there was this story about a time when you did something amazing and it, you just couldn't fit it in. The Q&A period is a chance for you to fit it in, in a rather sneaky manner, but you could sneak it in. And the way that you will go about doing that is essentially you would say, you know, what are the skills that are necessary for someone to be very successful in this role? And then you could say, I imagine this skill, skill X is really important to be successful in this role. You know, I really refined that skill when I did Y. And then you could say, ask, you know, you could ask for their perspective at that point. So the competition in terms of something that you may have forgotten. And then I would say something that just reinforces your biggest strength. So maybe you had a chance to look at their financial statements. Maybe you have a perspective on one of the line items. Why not mention it? And again, engage them in a conversation and figure out from them what they think. Now, this would be more of a conversation for a hiring manager, not mm -hmm. so much for the human resources professional. But for those, I've written a really great Forbes article that tackles exactly the sorts of questions you can ask an HR professional, because sometimes that too stumps my clients. Great. Well, Melissa, you've definitely given us a ton of insight here, some nice little strategies that hopefully our listeners will utilize when they are put into this scenario. I want to ask here the last 30 seconds or so of the show, if you had any final tips or advice for the listeners in terms of this interview process. I would say definitely writing out potential interview responses. Just to wrap it up, I think that is essential. So a lot of people think they could just, you know, ablib, but write it out. <laughs> and again, share with the most candid people that you know, in terms of practicing, and then also in terms of dressing the part. So, you know, just be cognizant of the culture and how someone that would be interviewing you is going to dress. So this way, you appear like you would be a cultural fit. Other than that, just really think strategically and use any tool that you have to help you figure out what might be going on in the hiring manager's mind in terms of their stickiest problem, their biggest challenge, one that you know you can solve. So that might have been information that you got from your network, so someone that works in the company, or that may have been through your research that you did online on your own. At the end of the day, your job is to demonstrate that you have the ability and skills to solve the problem of that hiring manager. Well, that will do it for us here on Job Search Guide. Again, we've been talking about some strategies when it comes to the screening interview, and we've been doing that today with the president of Career Outcomes Matter. Her name is Melissa Larina. Melissa, thanks again for coming on and bringing us your knowledge and experience. Uh, I think the listeners definitely got a lot out of the show today, so I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Tim. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you, you too. And if you'd like to reach out to us with any feedback or future topics in mind, shoot us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. <laughs>